You know, if you don't start recording, you're gonna like miss the goal. <laughs> Ooh, no, that was great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Best Friend Show podcast. My name is Katrina Davis. Um, I am joined today by two people that I had the joy of meeting like on the cusp of slash during the pandemic. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to them about friendship and um, even just how our friendship evolved in this very um, unexpected time that we've had the past year or so. <laughs> so I am joined today by Becky Limblanca and Italia Salvaje. Woo! I'm very excited. Thank you both so much. Um, I'm so excited. If you want to both just introduce yourselves however you would like. <laughs> uh, thank you for having us. This is Becky. Um, it's great to be here. I'm a really big fan of Katrina Davis, so it's an honor to be here. And may I present to you... Italia Salvaje. Yeah, I feel very important being here. It's my first podcast ever, so... No! Italia! I feel very special, and that is kind of something that I'm hoping will happen as this podcast grows because Becky and I met right before the pandemic at a show because she is a very, very talented um, music artist. And I was doing stand up like before, like our shows like backed up into each other or something. Yeah, it was um, it was weird. I had friends visiting um, from Mexico and they're like DJs and they were performing at Mr. No, at Fado Do, which is a place I used to go when I was oh, really yeah. young. But I knew they were playing there, so I went, and their show was supposed to start at 10. And I was like, well, I'll just show up at, like, 9 and, like, drink. And there was, like, comedy happening, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm early. And so I, I went in, and Katrina was, like, the last person performing. And she was so funny. Like, it was so, like, I was losing my mind, like. After that show, the pandemic hit shortly after, and then all of us messaging on Instagram being like, I want to come see you at this place, or I want to come to your next show. I started just watching Becky every day at noon because she would play live for an hour, um, and I would just listen to her play music while I um, worked, while I was like writing you know, emails and things like that. And she's playing these amazing wow. covers and getting to listen to her sing and like crying to yeah, yeah, yeah covers in the middle of the day. And <laughs> then we got to be friends and then Italia and I, and then even more internet friendship was us doing um, trivia nights. Exactly. And that was where I met Ita. And yeah. oh, what I really was saying was that like when I asked Becky, I was like, oh, um, like, do you want to do my podcast? And she was like, oh, well, my best friend's Ita, like, it's not another, like, you know, entertainer or anything. And I was like, no, that's good. Like, I want it to <laughs> not be just like, <laughs> shooting this shit. Like, I don't want it to be On just cue running. every time. Yeah, barf <laughs> me out. I listen, like, no, why would I want it to be that, like, weird inverted self-masturbatory thing where I'm just like listen to us talk to us about us 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's a like even the idea that people that do different things are friends with people that maybe aren't like oh we do the main thing that I do together all the time it's like my best friend is a totally different entity that we're friends for other reasons besides and no one really knows what she does like i just found out my family doesn't really know what i do <laughs> they're like what do you do yeah i tell you please introduce yourself <laughs> i don't know what i do either i just quit my job so oh my gosh here's the thing I did not mean to do this on such a monumental day. Today was my last day. And now I don't know what I quit my job. Most of my Instagram is me on islands. And like, I don't know. 
One island. Okay. Dude, she did go to Hawaii twice in the last 12 months. Like, we're in a pandemic, but Hawaii's numbers are incredible. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. For someone that only knows you via the internet, your life looks pretty cool, Italia. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm fooling everybody. <laughs> no, dude, Italia's insane. Like, she's the coolest. But, I mean, I, I love her dearly, obviously. That's why um, she's my best friend. Um, but, it's, but it's crazy because, like, you wouldn't really, like, I feel like, like, let's just get into it. I feel like one of my favorite things about Italia is that, like, she'll do she'll do it she'll do whatever it is like she'll just get in there and do it like the first time I visited I recently moved to New Orleans and the first time I came here I was like oh I'm gonna stay with my friend for like two weeks and she called like I called her on like my second day here and I was like I'm at this like band practice and this band is gonna march in a parade it's so cool and she's like I got my ticket and I was like you got your ticket to what she's like to New Orleans I'm coming and she just came and met me here and it was Mardi Gras and we did like it all depended on whether i got my tax refund or not and i did and i did yeah. so i came yeah <laughs> spent all that money real quick someone one of the guys we were hanging out with called me his sugar mama because i just was spending all my tax refund on him i love it came back came back broke wait so when did you two meet so we met. I don't want to like take it. Do you rem do you remember actually meeting? I don't actually remember meeting. Not really. I don't. I remember like it was just like let's hang out, and we started so hanging out I was more. Like twenty five. So so we met through mutual friends because we're both friends with the band, the California Feet Warmers. And like we met the band around the same time, like for totally different reasons and totally different parts of town. Like I was living in the Valley. They did a random show in Burbank and I went to that. Italia was working at the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica where they were busking all the time. So she met yeah. them there. And then like somehow we ended up in the same room. Uh, and Italia was like super young at the time. And she was, <laughs> talk about salvaje. Salvaje, I actually Googled it. It says that it means wild, but like I've always understood it to mean savage. Like, yeah, it's savage. Yeah, it's brutal. And like, literally, Thalia was very, very brutal. Just get it out, get it out, Becky. You want to share the story? Just do it. <laughs> no, dude, I'm just. Yeah, wait, were you. Um, attracted to the intensity of baby Italia? Um, I mean, I loved Italia, but Italia loved me way more. Like, she was, like, so... Th another, like, great thing about her is she just, like, loves so purely and, like, like so much. Like, I felt like, like I would see her and, like, I would have given, like, a normal hug. And it was, like, her hugs are, like, a barrel, like, rolled into you. Like, she's like, Becky! you know and I loved that like I mean I was also 19 so my hugs are different now oh no at least to new people not you're not safe you were <laughs> hugging like a happy 19 year old that was finding cool bands to like go see all over the city yeah yeah well and that she, sounds pretty fun so she started dating our friend Patrick and we were all at this bar. This is like where it changes for me. This is why I had to like get clearance that it was okay to like tell this story because for me, this is when it all changed from like, oh, we're, we're friends and we party together to like, like, I love you. Like we were at a bar, me and Patrick were talking and we were sitting in a booth and Ethalia was on like the wall side of the booth. So she was basically trapped on my side and me and Patrick were talking and she starts tapping me on the shoulder. Mind you, like we had already like been smoking weed in the parking lot and like drinking before and it was wild. And so she starts tapping me on the shoulder while I'm talking and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of a story, like stop tapping me. And she's like tapping and kind of pushing me and I'm like, whatever and the next thing i know i just feel like hot liquid on my oh, side no. and she was like oh, no. throwing up like all over me and i was like <gasps> and i got out of the way 
and she just like runs to the bathroom just like the whole way it was like horrible poor poor little baby and so i run outside i go into my car i had been like i clean up i go i, I clean up it's i'm a brand new person now i go to my car and like i was kind of like always like not living out of my car i had a place to live but like you know i wasn't really coming home you had reserves yeah and so i had like clothes and baby wipes so i like went to my car i got myself together i changed into a dress and i turn around to walk back into the bar and italia is outside of the bar like looking at me in the alley (laughs) and she's like becky and i was like no and she's like (gasps) like shocked that i was like no don't Talk to me. And Becky doesn't love me. No, and I was like, Becky doesn't love you, girl. Like, get away from me. And I went inside, and then Patrick like took her home. And I remember like Patrick telling me that at like five in the morning, Italia texted him, and she was like, Becky Angie. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I think Becky Angie. <laughs> really and that um, was all like drunk Italia could get out. Was like. <laughs> Becky Angie. And I can just imagine too, like waking up all drunk, like, fuck, like, what did I do? But also, she tried to tell you. She did try. Yeah. That's very fair. She tried to be like, you should move. And I was like, I'm talking though, which is weird. Um, but shortly after that, we just had a conversation about it and like why it sucked. And I was like, dude, because she was like super young at the time, like 19, 20. Well, we did, did we have it after? Or I feel like we had yeah. it a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a conversation like a couple weeks after where I was like, dude, we snuck you into that bar and like you're making us look bad. And like grown adults don't get that excited about alcohol. And like, that sucks like you can't do that and you were like i know i know like you didn't it wasn't like i was really like telling you anything that you hadn't figured out based on how it all went down you know but then after that i noticed like in me like i became like aggressively protective of you it was like we cleared that slate and then i was like nobody messes with italia like don't you make her sad like i will fight you but also that is so what 25 year olds do when you're like hanging out with people that are younger still it's like yeah that's why Italia wasn't allowed to be in that bar because she didn't <laughs> her liquor yet so you stuck her yeah. in and then she acted her age on the nose yeah. and barfed <laughs> down your back yeah <laughs> but I'm really glad that you all bounced back from that and were able to have a conversation about it like that would be like oh no you're not allowed to sass this girl like she barfed on me and we're cool so i'm not gonna let you (laughs) exactly kind of beef with her it felt like instantly familial you know like you've already like forgiven it's like that you there's all coming back from that you know there's no coming back from that it's like no we're coming or it's like Like, this yeah is gonna be irrelevant forever because it's just what happened now Yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, So wait, so is there any other pivotal moments in your friendship that you feel like solidified like a deepening of your best friendship after that? Let's see. What do you think, Etha? I've been talking a lot. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I I just want to share that I don't know if it's related, but there is the time Becky sent me home with a bag of chips. <laughs> and I, I'm still dating Patrick, so I come to Patrick like, ooh, Becky gave me chips. <laughs> Have some. And then he reaches in there and there's just like hair and like hairballs <laughs> in the chips. <laughs> and I'm like, this is literally how Becky gave them to me. <laughs> He's like, this is disgusting. And she says that's not true, but like... How else? No, 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 that is true. <laughs> they no, went from happened. your car to my apartment. Like, yeah. what could have happened? <laughs> I don't drink and drive, kids. Like, just don't do it. Because in my perception, like, I remembered that bag of chips being, like, opened once and, like, folded over and totally fine. But they had been, like, under the passenger seat of my car for, like, a couple of days. So they got, like, a weird hairball and they got something sticky on it. And, like, I... 
But also, how did a hairball get inside the bag? It was like stuck to it for sure. <laughs> Dude, I do okay. not. I did not keep a clean car. I was gonna say, I, Talia said he reached his hand in to grab a chip and pulled out a ball of hair. I could see that. I could. I would totally believe that. I thought you were gonna say you pranked her. No, ma'am. <laughs> I just like I remember what? getting off, you know, getting the bag handed to me and thinking I won. Like this is like I win. Because <laughs> what did you just like always think Becky was cool? Yeah, she's still cool. Um, still her number one fan. I, when I'm around, it's me. When her mom's around, it's her mom. But <laughs> I don't step on those toes. Uh, yeah, no, she does. She is mom levels of proud of me, but it's entirely mutual. Like Italia is a badass. Like, and it's interesting that she doesn't like do art for a living because I feel like she's such an artist. Like, she's such a creative spirit. Everything she touches, she kind of makes it her own, and she always like wants stuff to be like nice and enjoyable um yeah. but she's into like maps and rocks and shit. i ordered a map for 150 dollars from hawaii <laughs> the guy got me and it's coming ordered a map. what kind of is it like an antique map it's like a map of captain hook's first uh complete world map First off, Captain Hook is real. Yeah, and he went to the islands of Hawaii, and he's the one that kind of used the, I guess, the oral pronunciations of, you know, how the Hawaiian natives told him the islands were. So he's the one, he's the reason we spell them the way we do in English kind of thing. Oh. Wait, so are you a cartographer, or do you just like history? I'm a, I'm a geographer, and... Um, but I haven't really found my the right job, you know? I end up making roadmaps instead of what I want to do, which is, like, save the earth. <laughs> I get that. But also, I can't decide if it totally makes sense or is completely ironic that you like geography and you're trying to find your place in the world. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just had a flashback to trivia of all of our squares and me making a dumb joke. Um, Geographer's curse. You have to write it down. So what is a, I feel like y'all have a bunch of these, but do you have a standout memory or like inside joke from something that you can just like randomly text the other person they immediately know what like trip or event or concert you're talking about dang i don't know but we definitely have our own weird language like you know like hungry i love yeah. you all hungry i need to but what you gonna do when i, I go meet you? you it's weird what about is that why you say that that you say that to everyone i do now. say that to you everyone now yeah, it's I, I don't say that to everyone, but I say it to my dog. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one who understands. I feel like you have a different language just because Becky has explained what you meant in a trivia game before. Like if you what guys like make a charades or draw a picture and we would be like, What is that? And Becky would be like, No, no, no. She drew this because of this and this means this and you would be like, Thank you, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's one of those people who definitely gets my mind. Like, the other day I was trying to remember the neighborhood in San Francisco, Tenderloin. And I was like, what is it called? It's like, hog, pig, oink, oink, Tenderloin! <laughs> and my boyfriend was just like, that, what? I'm like, it makes sense. And Becky, I feel like, would understand how that makes sense. Yeah, right? And like, exactly. <laughs> Becky, what is that <laughs> place? That place in San Fran, the oink oink. And she's like, I kind of, I get this. I mean, it does. I do follow the path because it's like a butcher tenderloin. It's part yeah, of a yeah. thing. And it's a place. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But also, Italia is like the most insane person I know. And I've like also told her downright that she's insane. And like, I believe you, yeah. but I don't understand, you know? This, yeah. You know.
off the record that Italia is crazy, but she, but Italia just comes off very sweet and like possibly more untethered. Like you're saying, Ito, where you're like, I'll go. Like if I have it together, I'll just go. But what is it that makes you feel like she's so crazy? Oh, I mean, I don't actually think she's crazy, but she's super wild and like, no, because I think- mean, like, what is it about her? Dude, okay, so we're talking about like, what's the inside joke? And we're talking about like, it's this language. So we say these things like, you know, like hungry, why not? But we say it to like each other. It's like an intimate thing that we've been doing forever. And like, when we were in New Orleans in 2020, right before the shutdowns, uh, we went to like crawfish boil and like, none of us had eat like me and Ita hadn't eaten because we were supposed to go eat with my dad and my stepmom and like it's a rare sighting a cranky Ita like you as long as you keep her fed and you like make jokes you can't cranky Ita doesn't exist but like we hadn't eaten and so she would just like dude I'm so hungry and I was like yeah no I'm hungry too and we're like walking up and we're like walking up to the restaurant and she's like hungry what now hungry what now and she starts pointing at her belly and we turn the corner and there's like a total stranger there and I was like so embarrassed in that moment because I was like like why are you doing this in front of people and like the dude's like ha and just walks away and I was like damn it we're in New Orleans nobody's gonna care like what am I thinking about but also it's very true in terms of you just like I don't live here I can do whatever I want and also like people here are so weird there's like zero risk like who cares like you're the not the weirdest person in New Orleans you know (laughs) um but but that's what I mean. So it's like these things are not limited. There's not actually a filter on it. It's not limited to like, oh, we're close friends. So we talk like this. She's like, just like that. <laughs> yeah, there was like, we just had this conversation where I, you know, I was like, oh, I need to channel my inner this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you get it, right? And she's like, I mean, I, Becky's like, I mean, I don't, but, but I do, you know, like, like a few years ago, you were, you'd say you're God and you're like, it makes sense, right? And everyone would be like, yeah, sure, you're God. That's a perfect, no, that's a perfect example. Italia would literally tell people that she was God and that's why everything was oh perfect. Oh my God. Like, she was like. And started her own cult. Okay, it's still like, I can still argue that because, okay, my, my theory is that everything is placed in the perfect place for my absolute enjoyment. And it always has been. Like, even the tragedy, like, okay, not all the tragedies, but, you know, like, losing my phone kayaking. Like, because I dropped it in the river. Like, that was meant to happen because I wanted it to happen because I'm God. What are you talking about? (laughs) This podcast right now, it would not be happening if I wasn't God. And it just makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> well, even dropping your phone in a river kayaking and convincing yourself that you wanted it to happen. Like, that's <laughs> that is something Oh, dude, different. what a great idea. <laughs> but that is a perfect example of what Becky is trying to convey to the podcast listeners. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm God anymore. Let's... If you guys push me enough, I might get convinced again, but... But it's funny, because occasionally she'll be like, no, I mean, I don't really think I'm God. And then I'm like, aren't you, though? Called maturity, and I'm proud of you for it. But I was like, no, I died inside the second year. I was like, what is about to happen? Okay. uh... So funny. I'm telling you coolest person in the world is there anything that one of you loves that the other one like does not like but will like take the bullet and participate in or do you kind of generally like the same stuff I think I'm more like I like today's hits more than Becky would I don't know hit songs I can see that. Oh, I can see Yeah. That. Oh, today's hits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was... I don't love Drake. <laughs> I do. I love that that's like... I Because my example for this, if people don't know what I'm talking about, is Blue Cheese or Ranch, and I love that yours is Drake. Like, Drake. 
<laughs> but yeah, I think like, like don't get it, not into it. <laughs> I can no. know. But I feel like I'm more likely to try yeah. anything Becky throws at me. Yeah, definitely. Um Yeah. That's tense. Yeah, wait, who is that? Oh, you can hear him? Oh, your dog, yeah. okay. My no, dog took some um, tea. Yeah. I, I like everything Italia likes, but I'm also lazy as hell. So, like, for for me to be like, oh, let's, like, take mushrooms and go to a show. She's like, okay, like, that sounds fun. But that's, like, something we both want to do. But then if she's like, oh, let's go, like, camping on a mountain for three days in six months. I'm like, mm. I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> yep. I want to do it in theory, but I'm like, I'm not doing that. Will you ever bite the bullet and actually go? I would. You kind of, you kind of agreed to ha uh, climbing Half Dome in like a year or two. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah. You gotta lose. You gotta lose two-year window <laughs> promise from Becky on doing something you like, and you're like, I'll take it. <laughs> Man, I, I have to come to grips with so a little bit of my my shortcomings. I'm not as good of a friend. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Two years. I'm, I'm sure you um, make up for your friendship in other ways, but she came to New Orleans, so you gotta climb half a dome. Whatever that. Where where is the dome? What are you talking about, even? Yosemite. It's a. Oh. It's a half. A, say, it is half I, a dome. What am I agreeing, Becky, to right now? <laughs> And she likes rock climbing, so we haven't done it together, oh. but I think that's something we'd like to do together. Yeah. Rock climbing? Okay, I have never done it in nature, but I love rock climbing gyms. Yeah. Like, those are super fun. I do not think those are applicable to real rocks. They seem, like, way easier. I've never I've never seen as many grabbable pieces <laughs> on the rocks that I see people climbing in real yeah. life. Well, the... The beginner ones are definitely easier, but then when you move to like the harder parts of the climbing gym, it can be pretty rough. Yeah. But like the first time I climbed was at night on a natural cliff in Simi Valley with my with my what? childhood Ooh. best friend Atticus. Um and then I never did it again because I was never able to get higher than like maybe three or four feet because I just had zero upper body strength. Um Right, I'm just not, I'm no, I'm not getting yeah. anywhere. <laughs> but also at night would have made me nervous. Night spiders. Yeah, I mean, Matthew is also pretty insane. He lives on a bus in Joshua Tree. So these are the kind of people that I like oh. to have in my heart space. Um, He's like, okay. but also the first time you went with, was with a Into the Wild success story. And now you and Ita can go together. Yeah, well, and our friend yeah. Justin took me to the climbing gym and I got more into rock climbing. So I do really love climbing. Um, no. But I live in Louisiana now, so I'm reluctant to go to California. Two years. <sighs> I'm Two still... years. Well, Italia did it. This was before I was like decided that I was moving. This was pre-pandemic, so I was just visiting, and she just decided she was also visiting, <laughs> which is like a drastic visit, you know. But <clears throat> for me to like, I just moved here, you know. So to go all the way back, I'm like, oh, it's so hard. But I am going back. Here, I got you. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive over there, but there is una sorpresa. <laughs> There's a what yeah. is it? Yeah, my family is important, but also there's una sorpresa for Italia. Oh, see, this this episode has more secrets than I've had on any episode. But also, I can cut it out. Oh, no, it's Italia's mom's birthday. I'm going. I'm going to go to her mom's birthday party. It's a <laughs> oh, there's literally a not a surprise for me. Okay. Italia was like, "Don't tell me. Yeah, I want to but... be surprised." I like. <laughs> I was like. I was like I'm... I was like, I'm just going to tell you because it's not, I don't think you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it was really fun to see to try not to hear and Becky be like, no, you need to hear this. <laughs> Wait, no. Open up, open up. <laughs> this, this isn't what you think. Oh. <laughs> um, hold on. Oh, is there anything that you feel like your best friend has helped you get better at? 
I think for me, it's like growing up. Becky is Mama Becky to me, part time. No. Um, yeah. Italia has taught me about being a good communicator. She's willing to uh, yeah. ask the hard-hitting questions and really get to the root of what's of what's going on. Um, and also, like, I do take care of Italia like naturally, like when we're out and stuff. But it's like when we were when we were in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, like. I remember it was like the first time where I was like, oh shit, she's a grown adult, fully functioning human. Like, cause I was really broke when I was here. And so there was this dude talking, just like talking my ear off, but he was gonna buy us shots. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna listen to this story. And he thought he was like, why, why? And I was like, oh, cause he's gonna buy us shots. And she was like, no, no, we don't need I got my tax refund, baby. Dude, it, it felt like she had grabbed me by like, my we ear. We don't have to listen to shit, yeah. baby. No, I can't hear you. I can't hear nothing over this fat stack. She like literally pulled me by my jacket, like away, like, nope, nope, no time, bye. And we just went to a totally different part of the bar and like drank by ourselves. Like, sorry, couldn't hear that bad story. <laughs> yeah, he was just talking like, if he would have bought those drinks right away, okay, fine. You saved me some money. But he he wasn't the getting there. Was legit, like, I have the money to not spend my time yeah. this way. Yeah. <laughs> I can afford to not listen to you, and thus yeah. I will. <laughs> and so, I mean, I would honestly, in that moment, it's like, I would rather go into debt than listen to some dude's story so that I can get a free drink. Oh, yeah. constantly taking the convenience fee to be left yeah. alone. Yeah, so I think our friendship has been kind of fun and, like, um, you know, it started with, like, Be- Becky's protecting, but then suddenly I'm up here, too. I'm like, no, I got your back, too, now, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think we're really good at checking each other, you know? I don't yeah. know. Because I think we both have the ability to self-reflect. Yeah. And yeah, I like it. It's really important to have a friend that will be like, are you God? (laughs) But that's an important person to have in your life. But I also think like it's important to like, like that's why I struggle with it sometimes because I'm like, I really always want it to be known that I support you, you know? I'm like, no, I'm with you. Like I'm listening, but like, this is wild as hell, you know? But I think that all of that, you know, all of these like eccentricities and all this fashion, like that's why I think all of those factors are the same reason that Italia is like so funny and charming and charismatic. It's like normal. I think everybody has the capacity to think like that, but by way of like self-consciousness and insecurity, they just like pare it down and cover it and make it smaller and smaller and smaller and they don't want anybody to know that they're super excited that they get to see this band on Thursday, you know, like everything is very exciting and it, and it is like, you should be like that, you know? So. Yeah. What, so you feel like Italia like exudes the amount of joy that other people feel like ashamed to show sometimes. Yeah. I do. I think it's like when she meets like people in the wild, I feel like it's total feast or famine. She either like tunes into something they didn't know they needed or she hits a nerve where they like didn't want to go there and they're like not ready and they're not receptive, you know? But I think most yeah. people love Italia. Do they? <laughs> I think they do. I really do. I think just like looking at someone and laughing you know or being like yeah like i think it goes really far it does being inclusive and it i think it does like you said either people feel very exposed by it but it can just be like an immediate levity to a situation where people are being very uptight where they're just like what just happened in here now that this energy (laughs) is in here and he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, are we not having fun? I thought we were having fun. Like, what is going on? I like yeah. 
Um, sorry. Also, I was totally listening. I just had a spider drop down behind my computer, and I had to go kill it. I'm so sorry. Oh no! I didn't want to, but it was like on the move, and it was not small. And I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> All right, to spider. I can't. Rustin, oh. how are you, arachnid? I was watching him go to where I couldn't reach, and I was like, uh, no, this can't happen. I'm so sorry. Um, so you don't like spiders? <laughs> No, sometimes I let them live. I let them hang out in my shower. Like, I don't know where they go. They can live their lives. Okay. This guy? No way. He was asking for it. Oh, he, too big. He would have stolen my wallet. It was too big. Like, he <laughs> smoked Jays when I'm not done with them when I go to bed. Like, that was not okay. Oh. Can I share this other story? It's, uh, of course. Becky, you know this one of my, I got out of class early. And then my, I was going to text my boyfriend at the time, like, hey, I'll be home soon. But I decided to just surprise him. And then so I come home and he's in the shower. So I'm like, I'm, I want to surprise him still. So I'll hide in the closet. And then he comes into the room out of the shower. And then I'm just staring at him from the closet. He doesn't know. And I sit down or he sits down on the couch and he's just doing like, you know, picking himself, biting his nails, looking at him. And I'm still staring, and now it's been, like, three minutes. And I'm like, okay, like, this is too long. You need to step out. <laughs> so I finally come out, like, <gasps> and he, like, shrieks, like, really, like a horror movie. <laughs> he didn't talk to me for the rest of the night. But, yeah, that that's why I'm saying that wolf thing is something I would do, too. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I love that your brain takes you to these places, but then once you're in it, you're like, oh, well, it's been too long. <laughs> like, what? He's like, now I over, he's yeah. like, mid-moment being like, I overshot this. Okay, I guess I'll come out now. I'm like, what? And go through with scaring. <laughs> And yeah, exactly. And not choosing to be like, I'm sorry, right. I was gonna scare you, but I'm not going to jump <laughs> out. Double down. It's great. He, he turned out to not be a good guy, so I'm very glad I did so it now. Oh my winner, gosh. Winner. I used to try to scare my dad all the time, but he always would just end up like I jumped from like turned all the lights off and hid and then came out to scare him like in the kitchen. But he immediately went into a lunch dance and put both of his hands around my neck. <laughs> like he didn't actually choke Dude. me, but they were like right there. <laughs> like I went, ah! and he went, huh? Yeah. And, I was like, oh! and he went, oh, sorry. <laughs> he was like, I thought you were somebody else. Oh, <laughs> dude! I have only one story of me jumping out to scare my dad because my dad's a Vietnam vet. He was in the Marines, and so I, yeah, I put on Beetlejuice makeup, and he was like in the kitchen with his arms like kind of up because he was looking through the cabinets. He had the doors open. And I walked up behind him and I went, it's showtime. And he went and he elbowed me like his elbows shot back and he elbowed me directly oh, like no. to the face. And I just was like, Aah! and he's like, you can't sneak up on me like that. But also, Becky, that's such a like on par scaring for you to yell it's showtime. Like that is also like. <laughs> Just like, it's showtime. Like, fucking elbowed in the yeah. face. <laughs> Boy, was I right. So funny, though, that you yelled at showtime as Beetlejuice. <laughs> I love it. Before promptly getting, like, complete elbow it. contact oh to the face. Oh, my gosh, that's... Also, I love that that means that this is like, so this is like the late 90s. That means that somewhere there was a man cradling his crying child <laughs> dressed <laughs> and made up as Beetlejuice. Because <laughs> he just elbowed her in the face. So funny. Just a sad little Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> 
in a Mae West wig because my mom oh, was a Mae so West that was your Beetlejuice hair? So I had to... <laughs> Yeah, I had to like restyle it. It was so funny. You were dedicated In a <laughs> to the showtime. That's so funny. Like you said, like just to like have to have that snapshot of American history. That is my Norman Rockwell. Like I want, I want it on a calendar. <laughs> That's so good. Um, wait, did we say this one already? I don't think we did. Um, what would you say is like one of the top qualities for a best friend? Ooh, a best friend. You go first, Ita. I talk so much. Hmm. So I think it's what we've we're constantly working on is communication. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Uh, not judging is probably number one with a bullet for me. Like all the people who I consider a best okay. friend yes. would never judge me even if it's terrible. I'd be like, you know, like I shit my pants, like, well, you were drunk, you know? It happens. True. That's what that's an idea. Do. They <laughs> let go sometimes. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Not shit your pants? <laughs> yeah, it happens to everybody. The Queen of England shits her pants once a week. I can't I can't remember who it was, but there's definitely a comic that has a bit about, like, not trusting anyone who hasn't shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> and that just being just, like, a right of who he fucks with on general principle is like, hey. Dude, it's so funny. I just made a new friend. I just made a new friend out here in New Orleans. Her name's Amethyst, and she's dope as hell. But that was, like, her first question. She was like, okay, honestly. <laughs> When's the last time you shit your pants? And I was like, I have never talked about this out loud, but I have to answer honestly. <laughs> but also, I'm so happy to be given the space to discuss this. <laughs> but also, let's talk about it. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. My mom, I t- try to talk to my mom about when she helped me and I shit my pants, and she never wants to talk about it. <laughs> Mom. And I was little. Like, it wasn't even that embarrassing. I'm just like, Mom, remember when I shit my pants? And she just, like, won't really talk about it. She's like, yeah, you were really sick. And I'm like, that was crazy. Like, <laughs> She's like, well, your I, shit I, got on my finger, so no. I just, I just think it's crazy that, which is similar to when you're an adult and you're just so drunk that you shit your pants. I just feel crazy that I wasn't there, that I shit, and I don't even remember. That's wild. <laughs> like, what? I remember when I was like coming of age, like late teens becoming an adult, I was like, hey mom, do you ever think about how like it's crazy that like you had me and John in the 80s and now we're like walking, talking adults? And she was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Becky, I love that because I know I've never heard anybody else say something similar to me when I was 10 being like, mom, my hand is a decade old. Like the same bones have done all the same stuff. Like everything that I've written, everything is with the same hand. I've been doing it for 10 years. And she was like, you're weird. Like Gabe was just like, I don't know what you mean, Trina. You're so I intense. I'm not picking up what you're putting down at all. But also what you're describing is a baby version of your friendship. Because you met each other and then Ita was saying, like, now you go out and it's like, yeah, we're both here now. Like, I'm not a baby oh, anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll knock somebody out for Ita, but, like, she doesn't need me to. No. She doesn't need me to, but I will. She'll she'll run. She runs pretty fast. <laughs> not now. I broke my ankle, so. <laughs> <laughs> but normally... How'd you break your ankle, Ita? I was frolicking in Venice Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Frolicking? Oh, here's the thing, though. That is an Italian way to (laughs) bust your ankle. Frolicking? Okay. Who's frolicking? Yeah, I was frolicking, and because I'm such a clown, when I fell, it was just a very stupid, like, now I'm down. And I couldn't get up, and my boyfriend didn't believe me. He's like, you're fucking with me. Get up. (laughs) 
and yeah, and I think, you know, like I, I, I was hit growing up. So, you know, in Mex- with Mexicans, it's like, don't cry or I'm going to hit you harder. You cry, I'm going to hit you harder. So I never really understood pain that much, you know? So, and then here's my boyfriend telling me, get up, you're fine. So I'm like, he's right. It doesn't hurt. And then I try to get up again. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm going up there, man. I'm going to fuck him up. <laughs> Your pain is valid. Yeah, no. Now I know this. This is yeah. Now I know pain is real. <laughs> if you take nothing from this podcast, people. Okay, so I like to end with like a fun little speed round of questions Ooh. that you can answer for your best friend. So Becky, your answers are for Ethan. Ethan, your answers are for Becky. Okay. Um, okay, so it's what I think Ethan would say. Correct. And then she can tell okay. you if you're right or not. And then some of them okay. are, you know. Uh, kind of like face off style but what would you say is your best friend's biggest pet peeve am I starting either one yeah go for it um I honestly I want to say littering yeah I I would say so too like being an asshole and throwing your yeah oh and yeah she called me when she cussed someone out because they were littering <laughs> She's like, I just thought you'd be proud. Uh, <laughs> I did. Huh. I don't know. There's so many. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. I don't know biggest, but I know a very specific one. A place, a restaurant that offers a vegan dish and it's shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My biggest pet peeve is a bad vegan dish. No, that's not your biggest. Oh, okay. I don't... Yeah. Um, is it a vegan restaurant? Or is it the vegan dish at a restaurant? No, it's like, it's not a vegan restaurant. It's just a normal restaurant. And they offer a vegan option because they want to attract the vegans too. But then yeah. the vegan option is trash. Yeah, I you am offended that. by that. I've seen iceberg yeah. lettuce tacos. That... It disturbs me to my core. Why would you do that when zucchini exists? Yeah. Thank you, Italia. But can you tell us your biggest? Because I don't know if I... My biggest pet peeve? Because once I said littering out loud, I was like, oh, maybe it's lying. But I would say lying is my biggest pet peeve, followed closely by littering. True. Um, oh, okay. Who would you say between the two of you is the better driver? Me. Becky, yeah. You agree? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you agreed. I mean, I've totaled two cars, so I can't really <laughs> say. That's not that hard. I've totaled a car. I'm only one car behind you. I can't talk shit. Ooh, um, if you two were at a party together with a bunch of new people, which one of you would be better at remember remembering everyone's names? I think I would. I would agree. With names. Yeah. If you two were stranded on a desert island, what would your best friend do first, like, for survival? What would be, like, Becky's go-to and what would be Eats' go-to? Becky would be, like, finding all the fruits and making some bomb-ass dish, for sure. <laughs> like, and it tastes so fucking good, and I would have no idea how she oh, knew how nice. to make yeah, this dish. Yeah, food would definitely be the first thing I would do. <laughs> The first thing Ita would do, I mean, honestly, she would probably make a shelter. We would be like, I'm gonna go get food. You make a thing we can sleep under. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> no, you would dig a latrine and we would never shit our pants again. <laughs> I, I made us some diapers with the palm trees. Palm tree diapers. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was saying. You would have to just pick a side of the island. <laughs> You would get like one hour into the shelter and be like, so, about that hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I put the holes next to each other with like some palm trees covering it. So I could be like, Becky, you there? Yeah, she would put it, but she would put a glory hole, but yeah. it's just for holding hands. <laughs> Best friend bathroom holes. <laughs> I made us something special. <laughs> 
adorable. That is so gross and adorable at the same time. Like, <laughs> that is also something that I feel like is Ita being like, what is wholesome? And it's like, you're shitting right now. Like, but that's not Wipe what Ita's thinking. my right. I'm holding your hand with the left. We're together. I'm using my other hand. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you both so much for joining me for this um, amazingly special and hilarious episode <laughs> like everyone is different obviously but <laughs> you two knocked it out of the park this just like fun. I thought you would yeah thank you oh, thank you so much and I haven't got to talk to Italian thank you in a for while having us. so this was really fun <laughs> people where to find you well first of all you're welcome Katrina because if it wasn't for me your podcast would not exist <laughs> go you <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. So you're welcome. And yeah, I love Becky so, so much. So much. And all your children. Whatever. And all my children, yes. But Becky's my favorite. That. Don't tell anyone. That. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find me at Italia Salvaje on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Becky Lynn Blanca. I have a band called Penny Matches and a band called Los Blancos. And um, yeah, I'm on the Instagram and the Facebook. And I'm not good at Twitter because I'm not funny. Um, But yeah, thank you. So I really do. I can't express with words don't do it justice how how much I admire you, Katrina. And I'm really excited to see what else you have in store for us. Thank you both so much. You're both so wonderful. And if you liked this episode or any of the other episodes and don't want to miss anything, follow us at BF Show with KD on Instagram and Twitter. Um, And yeah, thank you for listening. Have a great day slash night. Bye.